When I was in grade one, I came home from school one day and told my parents that I was getting married. I had met the girl of my dreams. We had held hands in school that day, and I knew she was the one. I wanted to be with her, marry her, and live with her forever. Well, obviously, life took a different turn for hers and mine, but there is one that we can hold hands with, both in this life and in eternal life. Hey, welcome back. If you came back, you just you just never know what you're going to get to the introduction to these uh, video episodes that I produce. My name is Father Alan. This is Sipping on the Sabbath. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. You'll be able to get all the videos as soon as they are produced. Thank you very much for doing that. I appreciate your ongoing prayers and also your donations that help make this ministry possible. So in the gospel today, Jesus tells us that both he and our Heavenly Father want to and do take us by the hand. And where the Son and the, and the Father is, the Holy Spirit is there also. So both the Father and the Son and the love that is the personification of them both, who is uh, the Holy Spirit, he's portrayed as a bird, but he is a person, they are with us all the time, holding us by the hand. And nothing in life will cause Jesus or the Father or the Holy Spirit to let go of us. We, of course, can choose to let go of them. And sometimes we do. Sometimes we say, Lord, you know what? I just want to kind of go off on my own for a little bit. Or, you know, Lord, like you're kind of taking up some space in my hand and I want that space instead to be occupied by other people or places or things. So maybe even right off the bat in our reflections here today, might the Lord be calling us, inviting us to let go of certain people, places and things that are occupying place, space in our hands that the Lord himself wants to occupy. And what might that or they be and pray God give us the grace to let go of them so that we can once again take you Lord Jesus by the hand and rejoice in the fact that you want to take us by the hand. The Lord says in today's gospel that the sheep they hear his voice he knows them and they follow him and so to take the Lord Jesus by the hand come into that point in our life humbly recognizing that I can clutter my hands up with other people, places, and things that the Lord himself wants to occupy. And so I want to divest myself of that according to his will so that I can once again take him by the hand. I want to hear his voice. I want to know him and I want to follow the Lord. So first of all, the Lord says the sheep, they hear his voice. And we live in a very, very a busy, very, very noisy world, especially on social media. A lot of voices are speaking to us. We can find just about anything we want on the internet. Anybody that we want to gather with uh, together, whatever it is that we believe. If I believe that the 
the moon is made of blue cheese, I can probably find a social media group of other people who believe, you know what? Yeah, the moon is made of blue cheese. Let's just talk about it, right? So, the, the, but the thing is, like all these voices that we're listening to and hearing on social media, are they bringing us any serenity? Are they bringing us any peace? Or are they bringing us just a whole bunch of confusion and anxiety? I want to be able to hear the Lord's voice. He speaks to me and the Lord wants to hear my voice. The Lord actually likes the sound of my voice. I may not like the sound of my voice, but the Lord likes the sound of our voice and we can communicate with him. We hear him and he hears us. To take the Lord Jesus by the hand and allow him to lead us is also to come to, to know him. I can know Jesus personally, not just about him, 5'10", had a beard, lived 2,000 years ago, but to know him personally, that Jesus is very much alive. We're still in this great season of Easter. We're rejoicing in the fact that the stone has been rolled away, the tomb is empty, Jesus has risen from the dead, alleluia. He has opened the gates of heaven for you and for me, and I want to know him on a personal level, but also Jesus knows us. Now, what's the first thing that comes to mind when that truth is spoken? Do I immediately go to all my defects of character? Well, wait a minute, I mean, I did all these things, the Lord knows all that, like, oosh, I don't know if I wanna to get to know the Lord because he, I don't want him to know all that. He knows all that and still chooses to love us. The Lord knows of our defects of character, but he also knows of our assets. Yes, the Lord knows we have stumbled, we've fallen into sin in the past or even in the present, but the Lord also knows that we are quite capable of doing good. Acts of kindness, charity, love, forgiveness, concern, etc. So let the Lord know you. Let the Lord know me and loving me as I am, as you are, not as we think that he wants us to be. And so also to let the Lord take us by the hand is to follow him. The Lord Jesus does not always walk in a straight line, nor do I, not because I'm intoxicated, but because uh, life, life is life, right? And things happen in life, but I choose today to want to follow the Lord because I don't know the way. And Jesus also chooses to follow me, not because he's suspicious and wants to keep a tab on me, but he is again loving me and caring for me. He follows me because he knows sometimes I can get myself in a jackpot and he wants to be there to offer his assistance to me and to you when we call out to him because we are like the sheep that often go astray but he is the good shepherd who is searching for us and putting us on his shoulders and bringing us home and with his hands the lord jesus ministers to us the second reading today we have at mass is from the book of revelation and as i mentioned before the book of revelation was written at a time of profound persecution in the church. The people were going through a very, very serious ordeal. And the Lord Jesus 
wants to minister to us as he did minister to them. The book of Revelation is meant to be an encouraging word to persevere in the Lord's grace. Scripture says that he will minister to them so we will hunger no more, we will thirst no more, the sun will not strike us, he will guide us, he will wipe away every tear. Why does the Lord do this? Because he loves us. And we are like those who are mentioned in the second reading today from the book of Revelation. They are the ones who have come through this great ordeal. And we are going through our own particular ordeal, individually and collectively in the world today. And the Lord knows it's not easy. And the Lord is offering us his continued grace to persevere one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time. The Lord says, I want to take you by the hand. Will you allow me to take you by the hand? To let go of that which is cluttering our hands so we can have a firm grasp on the Lord as much as he does and wants to have a firm grasp on us. He wants to take us by the hand. Life is difficult. It's hard. And so this word that we have today really is a very encouraging word. A word that we need to hear both in good times and in bad. And our hands, they're powerful forces. You take a moment to look, just look at your hands. Our hands, you know, I got my right hand here and left hand here, I need one to hold my coffee. <laughs> but our hands, they could be used for good, they could be used for ill, they could be used to build things up, they can be used to tear things down. And they come in all shapes and all sizes. Maybe your hands are, your fingers are long and slender. Or maybe you have uh, fingers or hands that are short and stubby. Maybe your hands are smooth. Maybe your hands are coarse. Maybe your hands at this moment are clean or maybe they're dirty. Maybe your hands are completely intact or maybe they're missing part of or even one finger on the hand. Maybe you have hands that are youthful and cooperative or maybe you have hands that are not so youthful and not so cooperative. Uh, they're stubborn, particularly in the, in the morning with our with our arthritis. And you wonder what what do God's hands look like? I think of Rembrandt's depiction of the father in the story of the return of the prodigal son. His famous painting that shows the son coming home all disheveled in a state of just just a wreck and the father putting his hands on the shoulder kind of the upper back of his son welcoming him home and Rembrandt depicted one hand being a feminine hand and one hand being a masculine hand reminding us that God the father is both loving and nurturing and caring but also protecting industrious strong and so in the father we have both god our heavenly father is so head over heels crazy in love with us and wants to minister to us and does minister to us we can have that beautiful encounter of being touched by the lord and his healing hands i give out holy communion on sundays other days of the week when I'm celebrating Mass publicly, and I see all kinds of different hands coming forward to receive uh, Jesus in the Eucharist. And the hands that impress me the most 
or farmer's hands. You know what a farmer's hand, sometimes they're like big as baseball mitts, right? And you look at these hands, they're like, they're big, they're strong, they're a bit gnarly, they're certainly well worn. And I place the host gently in this person's hand. And for a moment, I realize that, you know, in an instant, this person could crush the host, no problem. But yet, this hand that has worked so hard all week long under different circumstances, different tasks and duties, at this instant is just lovingly cradling Jesus in the Eucharist. And with the other hand, the person takes Jesus in the Eucharist and consumes him. Beautiful, beautiful experience of the Lord coming into the circumstances of our life. Last time I both saw and spoke with Father Bob Bedard before he died, he, as I was making my farewell, took my hands into his. And he very firmly held on to them. And although he was not able to communicate verbally at that time, he was communicating with his eyes and he, and he held on to my hands firmly and with his eyes, he was just communicating to me his fatherly love and care and concern for me. And it was as if he was saying, I'm going home to my father, uh, to your father, I'll pray for you and we'll see each other <laughs> soon, right? There was a beautiful experience of, of fatherly love and concern and the power of that physical contact but also a spiritual experience in that moment of having his hands grasping mine. A friend of mine, whenever I speak to him about situations going on in my life or the world or the church or my family or the community or wherever, he says, Alan, just put it all in the hands of Jesus. Put it all in the hands of Jesus. And today is Thursday. Thursday is usually the day that I, sorry, usually the day that I record my videos. Thursday, Alan goes to Hollywood. <laughs> Thursdays in preparation for the upcoming uh, Sunday. And the Antiphon, the second antiphon from morning prayer this morning, this being Thursday of the third week of Easter, uh, struck me as I was praying, especially in light of this whole imagery of, of hands, the hands of God ministering to us, uh, etc. And the antiphon, for those of you who don't have a breviary, the antiphon is like a shepherd, he will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them close to his heart. Alleluia. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them close to his heart. And as I consider that, prayed about that, allowed the Lord to speak to me through those words and what I've just spoken of uh, as well uh, earlier, I felt the Lord inspiring me to put together what I call the litany of holding hands or a holding hands litany. Now this is, this is, this is, this is original stuff. There's, there's no copyright on this. Uh, 
I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to speak to some 20-something millennial whiz kid about how to put the, the text of this litany onto my homepage. Don't forget, I do have my own homepage, PadreAMAC.com, where you can find all my past episodes. Of course, if you subscribe to this channel, you get them right away. And if you actually click on the notification button, well, whenever I have a thought and record it, well, some bell goes off somewhere in your house and you'll get it right away. Anyway, I don't, I don't encourage that. But anyway, <clears throat> the Holding Hands Litany. And the, the response after each invocation is, take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Take me by the hand into your arms close to my heart. So let's end our session here together by praying this litany. Again, there's no copyright on this. You can add other invocations that are pertinent to your own particular circumstance uh, with the response being, take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. So let us pray. Jesus, I'm often alone and lonely. Take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, I am frequently sick and lack energy. Take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, I'm going through an ordeal right now and it's hard to let go of control. Take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, I am hungry, thirsty, and worn out by the heat of life. Jesus, take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, I worry about my family and friends who are far from you. Take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, I'm concerned about losing my job and not being able to pay my mortgage. Take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, the rising cost of food, gasoline, and what my family needs causes me anxiety. Take me by the hand into your arms close to your heart. Jesus, the toxic nature of social media and politics is making me sick. Take me by the hand into your arms, close to your heart. Jesus, I see priests and bishops publicly arguing with one another, labeling each other, forming camps, and I'm sad and confused. Take me by the hand into your arms, close to your heart. Jesus, I'm mocked by my family, friends, and neighbors for my faith in you. Take me by the hand 
into your arms, close to your heart. Jesus, I'm anxious about the sad state of affairs in my parish and diocese. Take me by the hand into your arms, close to your heart. Jesus, I'm hesitant to come before you because of things in my past and present. Take me by the hand into your arms, close to your heart. Jesus, I struggle with addiction and I don't know what to do. Take me by the hand into your arms, close to your heart. Jesus, things have been done and said to me and about me that are hurtful and I'm having a hard time forgiving. Take me by the hand into your arms, close to your heart. And so, Lord, we do thank you for the promise that you do desire to take us into your arms and hold us close to your heart. Continue, Lord Jesus, to minister to each of us. We continue, Lord Jesus, to surrender ourselves over to you, Mother Mary and St. Joseph, and our own patron saints, please pray for us. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless the rest of your day. Thank you very much for joining me. Stay caffeinated. And remember, when we're powerless, that's when we're strong. And victory is indeed gained through surrender. Bye-bye. <laughs>